This is Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare from Rock 94.7. Welcome to 13 Questions on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Now, I recently realized that in all the time that we've been doing 13 Questions interviews on this show, we have never interviewed a drummer. Now, that changes tonight in a big way. Tonight's 13 Questions guest has played drums for ACDC, Dio, and Rhino Bucket, just to name a few. Fellow metalheads, it is my privilege to say, Simon Wright, welcome to Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Hey, Terry, how you doing? I'm doing good, brother. (laughs) How does it feel to be the very first drummer to appear on 13 Questions? It's incredible. It's what my life's been leading up to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, your, Your hyperbole is wonderful, sir. We appreciate it. Well, thank you. (laughs) Simon, let's get to business first. Uh, You've got an album to promote here. There's a new Dio Greatest Hits package coming out in early October. Uh, What can Dio fans expect from it? Well, it's a combination of uh, the Dio years through 2000. That would be uh, Magicka, uh, Killing the Dragon, Master of the Moon. Um, And it's it's a pretty good compilation. It takes in a lot of uh, different... um, aspects of the different albums and stuff plus there's uh, some bonus tracks on there which are pretty cool one is Electra, which uh ronnie was working on uh which was going to be towards uh magica two and three which unfortunately didn't happen but uh and then there's a track he did with uh rock feinstein called metal will never die and then there's a japanese a bonus track called The Prisoner of Paradise. So all in all, I think it's a great package. Now, were you involved in the decision-making process as far as deciding which songs made the cut this time around? I was asked, yeah, and I pretty much agreed about most of the, uh, uh, about all of it, actually. Most of the songs, yes. Yes, it's uh, quite a good ret- retrospect of those albums, I think, yeah. Uh, we've seen the track list, and, and we're pretty doggone impressed, too. Now, uh, Simon, back in June, we interviewed one of the late Ronnie James Dio's good friends, a vocalist, Leather Leone, and, and she shared a lot of the musical impact that Ronnie had on her. How did Ronnie impact you as an artist? Oh, immensely. I mean, he was such a clever, obviously talented, uh, talented man. I mean, his outlook on things were quite remarkable. He was... Uh, Ultimate professional, total workaholic. Um, I'd never met anybody like him before I joined the band. I mean, he, uh, he opened my eyes to a lot of, uh, you know, different aspects of how to work in the studio, on, on the road, um, and that actually just become a, uh, 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 the best person you can be because he was, you know, the ultimate gentleman. Can you take us through one specific moment where, where you learned something from him? I learned so many things. Um, he used we used to record. He used to always tell me to take my time because I, I kind of like you know rush ideas in the studio and stuff like that. And one of the things he 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 kind of instilled in me was think think of, about what you're doing. You've got plenty of time, and slow down and, and try and concentrate a bit more. Um, it's it's hard to explain exactly what moment that happened but it just it kind of dawned on me and it stuck with me you know from uh for all this time it was just the perfect advice to just stop and think about things i was always rushing around and going berserk you know <laughs> my, my brother's a drummer i understand completely <laughs> it, it's difficult because when you're drumming and i think a lot of drummers will actually attest to this but you you do kind of you're sweating and you're working and you're you know you're banging away there and you, you sometimes you lose sight a little bit you know just it's 
always good to just step back a little bit and think about what you're doing and take your time. So, uh, Simon, as a guy who's uh, who's uh, representing Ronnie James Dio's legacy, we got to know, when are the Dio disciples coming back to the U.S.? We are working on that at the moment. Um, it won't be that much longer, um, but we are still working on that. Um, it's, it's, it's a little bit tough sometimes getting everybody together in the same room. Because we've all got other things going on. Rudy's got stuff. I've had a couple of things, and so has Tim. But uh, it's looking like it's all going to come together pretty soon, and there should be some U.S. dates coming up. Now, I've got to ask, what's your favorite Dio song to play live? Oh, man, there's so many of them. Um, There's the Rainbow songs, Black Sabbath, and Dio songs. It's just a... They're just great songs, you know? I mean, they're all pretty damn good. Even Rainbow in the Dark, after all these years, is still a still a hit to play you know it's just just great it's i like stargazer a lot i must admit but they're all they're all crackers to me <laughs> it's like it'd be like trying to pick your favorite kid you know you can't do it exactly you know or, or you know your favorite child you know they're all they're all lovely you know <laughs> prior to joining Dio, you were with acdc on the fly on the wall blow up your video and who made who albums When's the last time you watched Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive? Ah, yeah. Um, I don't remember, actually. It's been that long. Um, I did see it a couple of times. Uh, not in the same day, obviously. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I did find it a little bit strange when I first saw it. Um, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a strange... Um, I don't mean to be rude, but he's a strange kind of guy anyway, really, I think. But, um, <laughs> and that's why I think that's part of his success. But, uh, yeah, it was a while ago, a long time ago, Terry. Uh, you have to admit, though, the big goblin-faced semi, that was pretty metal-looking. That was definitely metal-looking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got to get one of those to haul the tour gear around. That would look tight, absolutely. Yeah, you talk about being inconspicuous. <laughs> You're listening to 13 Questions on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare is a three-hour metal show heard every single Saturday night from 9 until midnight, Central Standard Time on Rock 94.7, 1029, and online at rock947.com. Our interview with Simon Wright of the Dio Disciples continues. ACDC seems like a band who knows how to have a good time on the road. What is your favorite road story that you can share from your ACDC days without attracting the attention of law enforcement? Now, keep in mind, as a foreigner, you may have diplomatic immunity. (laughs) I hope so. No, I mean, uh, actually, it was one of those stories I do remember, but you had to have been there. It wasn't that... It wasn't that funny sounding, but if you if 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 you know Brian Johnson, you, you, he was like the class funny man. It was, I, clown's not the right word. He's just he's a smart guy too, you know. But I remember one time we were in Scandinavia and and we were uh, transferring on a ferry, and there was a big holdup with all the cars and trucks and everything. It was just like a big jam. And, and Brian, we were in the bus and Brian jumped off the bus and started directing traffic. And <laughs> lo and behold, like, like the seas parted and we got on the ferry and it was all organized, you know. But uh, there's this guy with his cap on, you know, and he's directing traffic. And it was just funny. You just had to be there. Uh, that's good <laughs> in the retelling, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Simon, your drumming resume is very impressive. I mean, if, if I were to ask a you know a drummer on the street, hey, what kind of what are your dream gigs? ACDC, Dio, Rhino Bucket, UFO, those would show up on a lot of guys' lists. What artist or band have you not played with yet 
that you wish would give you a call and hire you on? Oh, God, there are so many. Um, even though, like, I have been absolutely lucky enough to get in those bands and work with some fantastic people, I, uh, I feel very humbled. But, um, God, there's so many out there I'd love to work with. Um, good. I mean, there's Jimmy Page would be nice. Uh, I'd love to work with him. <laughs> um, I don't know. Richie Blackmore would be another guitar player. I would. Uh, I've just, you know, thought was incredible from day one when I heard him. Same with Jimmy Page and stuff like that. I, whew, the, you know, sky's the limit. Really, there's so many brilliant people out there. Uh, let's bring up another guitarist that you used to work with. Um, you uh, actually left ACDC to join Dio in time for the Lock Up the Wolves album which featured 18-year-old at the time, Rowan Robertson on guitar. How's that kid doing these days? Rowan's doing well. We, we, still, uh, we, we still keep in touch. He's, he's doing okay. He has a band out here in uh, Los Angeles uh, called DC4, which is, um, I think the other three guys are also in a band called Armored Saint. But um, DC4 is a great band. They, they, they got, they're more street rock, you know. Um, they, they, they're really cool. So he's keeping real busy. Um, and I think he's in the process of doing a solo album. He asked me to help him with that. So um, hopefully um, um, I can uh, help him out with that at some point. So he's keeping really busy. He's doing good. You know, uh, again, we've talked about your resume and the fact that uh, you're, you're savvy when it comes to the music business. What do you feel a drummer has to do in order to stand out and make himself an integral part of the band that, or the artist that he's working with? Well, if you're working with with the band or the artist, you you really have to. What I found, and and I think what what helped me a little bit was I I again I kind of stepped back and I I looked at the band and you know it's you have to think about the way the personality you're working for or the personalities in the band, um and and just kind of ease back a little bit and just kind of work your way in there. Don't go you know two feet first right in there because. Unless that's what the band needs, but more often than not, you're getting to know one another in a band. So it's best to take things one step at a time. Don't think take. I've always found not taking things too seriously helps as well because they're already a little bit not wary, but they they don't know you, so they're trying to figure you out. So it's best to be careful about that. And obviously, a good thing too is to keep the integrity of the band that 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 has come up until that time. That you're the replacement or the new guy or whatever, um, and don't step all over the songs and listen to the songs and how what they are and what they mean and uh, you be aware of what's going on around you. I found that uh, kind of helps, and um, the rest of it is a lot of luck. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly never hurts, huh? Yeah, it doesn't hurt at all, I'm, af- I'm afraid, yeah, yeah. Now, Simon, over the years, uh, you've done uh, thousands of interviews. You've been asked a lot of stupid questions by a lot of stupid DJs, this one included. Now, my question for you, is there a question you wish someone would ask you in an interview, but no one ever seems to? What was the question? <laughs> is, <laughs> is there a question that you wish someone would ask you in an interview, but no one ever does? There probably is, but I can't think of it right now. <laughs> you know, it's like you put me around the spot here. I don't know what that would be. You know, I mean, it's the usual. It's the usual interesting things. You know, which you, you try and elaborate on, and you don't want to give the same answer every single time. But you know, your favorite bands, your favorite guitar players, and stuff like that. But uh, 
no, it's it's all important. I'm just thankful people you know, like yourself, ask me questions, and people listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I mean, again, your resume is so impressive, man. ACDC, Dio, hell, Rhino Bucket, man. We used to listen to those guys all the time back in the day. And um, and, and thank you very much for taking the time to do this uh, 13 Questions interview, and thank you for keeping Ronnie James Dio's music in the public eye. Thank you, Terry. It's important, and um, people should know that we all feel the same way in Dio Disciples. That's Simon Wright of the Dio Disciples. You can catch Catch them on tour later this fall. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter, and make sure you pick up The Very Beast of Dio, Volume 2, due at October 9th. Simon, thank you for being a part of Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Terry. All the best. And thank you for listening to 13 Questions with Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare is a three-hour metal show heard every single Saturday night from 9 until midnight on Rock 94.7, 1029 in Central Wisconsin, and worldwide online at rock947.com. Next time you're on Facebook, give Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare a like. I'm Terry Stevens. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at TerryRock947. Thanks for listening.